You're listening to the Red Moon Radio Podcast, episode number 12. Today, we're talking to Nick Wielden of the bands Os Noctambulos and 39th and the Nortons. Red Moon Radio is a weekly podcast dedicated to garage, psychedelic, fuzz, and lo-fi, as well as good old-fashioned rock and roll from around the world. We bring you the best new music and interviews, introducing you to your new favorite band. The show is produced every Monday and is available on Podomatic at redmoonradio.podomatic.com and on Stitcher at stitcher.com slash red-moon-radio. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes by searching for Red Moon Radio. Follow the podcast on Twitter at redmoonradio one on Facebook at facebook.com slash redmoonradio. Get in touch with us by email at redmoonradio2015 at gmail.com and watch for us, along with the other music junkies, on the website 53rdand3rd.com. Links to the bands and extras are available in the show notes on our Podomatic and Stitcher pages, as well as on 53rdand3rd.com. Come back often and add us to your favorites. Now let's get on with the show. Hello again, and welcome to the Red Moon Radio Podcast. Aaron here. Thanks for tuning in today and checking it out. Today's episode is going to be fantastic with lots of amazing music, so I'm really happy that you've decided to join us. We started the podcast year with a bang last week with an interview with Vancouver, Canada's Regen, and this week's episode promises to be just as great. Don't forget that all previous episodes of the podcast are available for your listening pleasure on Podomatic, Stitcher, and through iTunes. As well, check out the podcast on 53rdandthird.com, where each week the shows are posted along with additional content. Today's show features Nick Wielden, the singer and guitarist as well as all-around musical mastermind behind two of my favorite bands of the last couple of years, Os Noctambulos and 39th and the Nortons. Our interview is coming up. To start off the show, here are a couple of tracks from both bands to whet your appetite for more, starting with Os Noctambulos from their 2014 release Corsica Garden, we'll hear Song for Olivier, followed by 39th and the Nortons from their 2012 release On Trial with I Can't Do It.
Today's guest, Nick Wielden, has had a pretty interesting couple of years. Growing up in a small village outside Sheffield, England, Nick is now based out of France, where his group Os Noctambulos, Portuguese for sleepwalkers, was formed in Paris in 2013. With an ear for vintage rock sounds with the perfect amount of surf guitar and fuzz, Os Noctambulos are a garage rock fan's dream band. Equally impressive is Nick's other major project, 39th in the Nortons, which has a similar sound with just a tinge of country twang. Both bands are expecting to release new albums in 2016, and I'm certain you'll want to pick up all of their releases as soon as you hear them. I had the pleasure to speak with Nick via Skype from Sheffield this weekend. Hi to Nick Wielden of Os Noctambulos and 39th in the Nortons. Thanks so much for joining us today on Red Moon Radio. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your music? Okay, I've been playing uh, five years. I guess I started in a band when I was 27 in Sheffield with uh, the Jesus Loves Heroin Band. And uh, we did a few a few tours of Europe, very small ones, weeks, a couple of weeks here and there. And uh, after that, I decided I couldn't work traditionally anymore. I really wanted to push the music, so followed a girlfriend to Paris. And we have uh, a Stockton Bullis where... We're not together anymore, but we're in the same band. So we play with Osnockton Bulas there and uh, 39th and the Nortons. Just started that project up again in Paris. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment. Living in Paris most of the time. And now I'm back in Sheffield for a few months. And in March, I go back to back to France to probably live in, in Lyon. <laughs> so you're, you're an international guy. Well, yeah, I, I, it's very strange for me. I come from a very small village in England called Overhaddon. And the idea of me ever leaving the country to live somewhere else was alien to me. But yeah, now after three years, it's it's natural to live in France. And just met a new uh, girlfriend out in Lyon, so gonna move there and see how it goes. So Osnoctambulus is based out of Paris, right? Yeah, yeah, that's. And then your other <clears throat> project, 39th and the Nortons, is more based out of Sheffield. Well, uh, I kind of started 39th and Nortons because. Um, I realize bands don't stay together all the time. And if I could have a, a band where I could change the members all the time, that'd be great. Wherever I was, I could, I could do something. So I started 39th and Nortons to do that to, for more freedom, to play with more people. And, uh, tried a couple of different lineups in England and France and we've just settled on one as a, as a three piece and recorded our, our, our new record. So that's, that's half finished. <laughs> like everything. But yeah. Yeah, it's going really well with uh, Loic from Jeremy Sibyl. It's a kind of garage, garage psych pop band in, he, he lives in Paris now. He was originally from Bordeaux and a drummer called Fabio who I uh, played with in Mars Coons as well. So yeah, really good friends and it's very, very easy to play with those guys. Really enjoying it. Your two groups have kind of similar but distinct sounds. How would you describe the difference between the two projects? I'm going to say yes. 39th and Nortons is probably more Personal in the songs. Now, Stockton Bulos is more, uh, I guess it's heavier, a heavier sound sometimes, especially live. Yeah, the records are a lot quieter than the, the when we play live. We really uh, try and go for it. And it's more punky, I guess. But, um, yeah, I guess there's not so much difference <laughs> in the songwriting, but the, the members of the bands really make the difference in the sound. We've got a guitarist in Stockton Bulos called Valentine who plays surf guitar like no one else I've ever met. And, uh, uh, Colleen plays amazing bass lines, and, and Baldo is an incredible drummer as well. So, uh, yeah, very different people in the in the bands that make the songs sound different, I guess. But yeah, I think I think the subjects of uh, Thirty Ninth and Nortons are more personal, so that's, that's probably the main difference. Can you tell us a, a little bit about the inspiration for the names of the two groups? Are you a sleepwalker? <laughs> uh, they both come from James Elroy books. Thirty Ninth and Nortons is where the Black Dahlia died. It's there, well, 39th and Norton. In Ellie Confidential, there's a bar called The Night Owls, but there's already bands called The Night Owls, so I just changed the went to Google translation and then I found a couple of words that I liked and put them together. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's how I found those names. I don't read a massive amount of books, but I really like James Elroy. Very dark and. So you're also playing in like a million other projects. Could you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah. Uh, project, uh, I play solo a lot and with a girl called Laura in a band called Dead Melodies. Been doing that for a few years, but never recorded anything. That's 
that's country music and it gives me a chance to really sing in a proper, more traditional way. Within our Sutton Bullis and 39th Norton's, it's more aggressive and my voice is different. Um, with Deb Miles, I get to try and sing properly in a way, <laughs> which I find really interesting because I love music like uh, Gene Clark and Grandpa and sort of like really true, true singers. And uh, I guess I aspire to try and sing like that, but it's very hard. I mean, uh, like my crazily good singer, so. But you gotta try. <laughs> this is true, you do have to try. Speaking of your personal influences, who would you say are some of your biggest musical influences? There's definitely Gene Clark. Uh, I love his, all, well, most of his albums. He did one bad one in, in the 80s, like most people. The 80s were a hard time. They were a really hard time, yeah. Not, not many people made it out of the 80s with a good record. Yeah, Greg Cartwright as well. I love the Raining Sound, Courts of Gamblers. They're some of my favorite bands. The Sadies as well, a Canadian band. Amazing. Amazing group, because they, they, yeah, they, they combine surf, country, all the things I love, but with in, in their own style. I guess that's what, what I try to do as well. A bit of psych, psych music as well. So. Grant Parsons, I'm a big fan of country music, and uh, I think most of my songs they start off as country songs and then take them to to the bands and they they rough them up. Uh, I love the rawness of garage and the. I don't, I don't listen to that much garage music anymore, but I love the the rawness of the music. The songwriting of country is, is what I try and go for. So yeah, just trying to combine all those influences into into something. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're smoldering with fly words. Catch the moment on the run, and you say there's nothing easy. Out the plywood track you're from And you stand inside your windstills Watch the sentence act begun So you say you lost your baby Do you know that you're the one? With a stand and watch the trials go From here to there behind the scenes Throw your troubles to the moon trolls To swallow up like stormy dreams Take an entrance to a standoff Looking if there's such a strife As you say you lost your baby Wondering if it's in your The questions of the pilgrims as they come to pledge what's done. Claim a tabernacle hillside where you sight the dying sun. So you say you lost your baby. You know that you're the one. So you say you lost your baby. You know that you're the one.
could be the way I once was But God's got other plans for me Some people say the worst is almost over But I don't see how that could be When I think too much about it I can barely breathe And if I'm still alive when the autumn kills the leaves I guess I'll be what they consider free They'll say what makes you happy But I'll warn you This time I'm not gonna listen It's hard to tell until you look a little closer Then you can see right through them Every time I think about it I can barely breathe if I'm still alive when the autumn kills the leaves I guess I'll be what they consider free Your last full length with Osnoctambulus was in 2014, but I know you've been working on another album. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I guess I'm about two weeks away from finishing it, but I always seem two weeks away from finishing it. It's taken me eight months to mix this, but it's close. It's going to be called Stranger, and it's coming out on Stolen Body Records, hopefully this spring. It's really, really close to be finished. We've got amazing artwork for it from uh, Lucas Dono. French guy who's, who does incredible work, very uh, graphic, very psychedelic stuff. So everything's ready to go apart from <laughs> the music. But yeah, it's really close. It's going to be um, nine songs. Some have been playing live for, for two years. And others people probably won't, well, <laughs> not many people know at the moment, but if you've seen us live, you'll, you'll know a few of the songs. And we started, started to record the third album as well. We've got eight, eight songs down for the third one. So uh So will that be in quick succession then? Oh no, no, not at all. I'm gonna take my time over that one as well. But yeah, this, this second one it's a lot more um I'd say it's a lot more confident. I think all the most of the songs in the first album were all in minor key. I think all the ones on the second are in major key, so it sounds a lot different. And the third one will hopefully be different again. I wanna put a lot of strings and uh, orchestral stuff on that one. So yeah, I got Got lots of things half finished. <laughs> yeah. 
you were also in the studio recording with 39th and the Nortons, right? Yeah, so we did that over Christmas. We've got we've got the drums, bass, and guitar down with the band. So I need to add everything else onto that now. But yeah, it's sounding good. I recorded the, the second album myself, uh, myself um, a few years ago, but everything was out of time, and I was just trying to mix it for about a year, and then finally I realised that I couldn't save it, so I got rid of the whole thing and started with a, a new set of people. And it's sounding a lot better now. So yeah, hopefully that'll be out. Well, I don't know. I don't know when it'll be out. <laughs> We're going on tour in summer, so hopefully it'll be done by then. Where are you planning to tour? Hopefully going into Italy and Switzerland and a few dates in, in France with 39th and on, so that'd be cool. Never been to Italy, so looking forward to that. Do you think that you'll ever cross the pond? Yeah, I'd love to. It'd be a, it'd be a dream to come to America and Canada. But I have a massive fear of planes, like Gene Clark, so... <laughs> Aha. <laughs> Maybe you can get a gig on a cruise ship across across the ocean? Yeah, that'd be great. If people ask us, we, we generally just go. So if people ask us to play, we'll, we'll come. But, um, yeah, we're not so well known yet, so maybe a couple of years. Your releases have been released on some fairly well-known labels like Stolen Body and Evil Hoodoo. How did you connect with those mm-hmm. labels? Yeah. Well, uh, Tom from Evil Hoodoo, he's, he's been a friend from, uh, for years. I mean, he's a, he's a young guy, he's only 25. But um, yeah, I got to know him through Friends of Friends and... He put my first 39th and Norton's tape out, which was the first release on his label, and it kind of... It was at a time when I wasn't in a band. I was just recording that on my own, so he kind of... Well, I don't say he saved me, because that gives him a big head when he comes around. He'll be around later, so... Yeah, it really, it really did save me musically. Like, at that time, I was really struggling to focus on what I was doing, and G-Sol Terran Band had split up quite horribly on tour, so I was pretty down, and when he said he wanted to put something out, it really pushed me on to doing something. Especially just before moving to Paris as well, it was important to have some songs to take with me to form a band in Paris. So, yeah, that's what happened. Originally, the Osnocton Bullis was going to be 39th in the Nortons. But um, when I realised how different the people, the, the members of the band were, how they played and the possibilities of the, the music, we, we changed the name and went down a different different route. More more garage and psychedelic stuff. So Originally, it would be more country. So, yeah, so... I can't remember what was, what was the question. <laughs> uh, releases, releases. That was great. Uh, releases, yeah. Tell me a little bit about your writing and recording process then, if you've kind of morphed one project into another and made it into two. What can you tell us about that? Um, I don't know. I guess because, yeah, I took those songs, those, that first album of 39th and Nothings, I took it over as the, the starting point to start a group. And basically, we took the best songs from that record and then... Uh, as soon as I got to France, it was pretty inspiring and scary and all those things. So I started writing loads of songs and before we knew it, we had a, we had, yeah, yeah, we recorded the split EP and the, and the album in a weekend, which was like 16 songs. And that was not long after we, we started, I think it was six months after we'd been playing together. So yeah, this second album's taken ages <laughs> when I think about it. But, um, so yeah, we took the best songs from 39th and Orleans and then, yeah, we just wrote, 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 wrote. And Valentine, he's a really good surf guitar player, like I said. So he, he writes the surf song. And it just became easy. Um, we, we, we had a style of our own pretty quickly, which is great. I didn't have to, most bands I've been in, I've, I've been on writing the songs and maybe thinking of parts, people and things like that. And with this band, I don't have to do anything. I take a song to them and they, they have the parts already. Valentine's great. He does it within five minutes. He'll have a guitar, guitar line that sounds great. And Colleen Aldo as well. It's, it's surprisingly simple, <laughs> the dynamic, but, but yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great when we're playing, yeah, great when we're playing. There's some funny personalities in Austin Villa, so it's, <laughs> especially, uh, yeah, now Clean and I aren't together. We'll see how that turns out. We're still good friends, so we'll see, uh, see how it goes with the band. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs>
you've released your albums on vinyl. As a music lover, what is your preference for listening? I love I love vinyl. Yeah, yeah, it's my yeah my preferred. Always listen to it on vinyl. Still uh, look at the cover when I'm listening to the music and things like that. But yeah, over the last few years, it's been harder and harder. I've not really had a, all my, my stuff in one place. So again, I'm gonna have all my vinyl back in England, and I'm gonna be in in Lyon. So so yeah, it's tough to be about all your music. And I come back to my parents. Everything's boxed up. All the records and CDs. It doesn't seem right. They need to be listen to. So can you talk a little bit about the music scene in France and in Sheffield? What are some of your favorite bands that are playing right now? In Paris, I love, uh, well, France in general. There's Dusty Mush. They're really young, young, well, 25-ish young guys. Um, playing For me, it sounds like the the Cramps, something like that. The Psych Edge. Um, they're really, really good. love seeing them live. We've played them maybe four or five times. Uh, they've got record la- uh, record out on Halana Records in Paris, which is a great record label run by Tom. There's a band called Destination Lonely, uh, incredible. I think they're based in it's the south of France. There's a low spider who records a load of garage bands. He's got an analog studio down there. He plays in that band and uh, great songs. They've just released a record on Voodoo Rhythm, I think. I need to check out. But yeah, they're they're a great band. There's the Massey Ferguson Memorial. <laughs> I played one gig with them um, before I moved here. Uh, move back. They're a great country punk band with a great spirit. They've got like an army of fans that follow them around. Yeah, they're a really fun band. In Sheffield, I don't know too many. I've, I've been playing with Bruce and Carl, uh, which is a garage punk band. They're really good. Yeah, I think you've had Bruce. You've played some of Bruce's other music on your show. He plays in the Hip Shakes. We've just recorded an album. Um, there's a band called The Mighties that are good. They're kind of indie, indie pop from the 80s. Yeah, I don't know too much about Sheffield anymore. I've been away for a long time three years and just before I left there wasn't much going on but now there's there's loads more going on there's a oh yeah well there's Sith Head who are a great band on Evil Hoodoo they've got their own venue called Look Hole which is a non-profit place and they always have great hardcore bands on things like that it's not always my kind of thing but it's great that there's something like that now and Delicious Clam Records they release a load of good stuff but yeah they're all young guys not my kind of generation so we all, we all hang out sometimes but I don't know them so well I've known Bruce for years he was in Jesus Loves Heron Band and what are the bands from Sheffield? I don't know. No idea. Three years can be a long time. Yeah. Yeah, there's loads in Paris I'm forgetting, I'm sure, because there's a lot. Lots of... France is great for music, really is. A lot of the people in France, they don't recognize the bands there because they're French. They have, there's uh, got a bit of a problem with um, listening to people singing in French and things in garage music. And for me, it sounds it sounds great. Uh, so much good stuff and interesting original stuff going on there all of which i've forgotten right now but it's been like it's been a long weekend <laughs> you've done a number of tours and you were saying that that you are going to be on tour in the summer with 39th and the nortons is there any plans for touring with osnoctambulos or any upcoming shows that you'd like to talk about yeah we're coming we're coming back to england in may hopefully with hopefully we'll have a copy of the record but yeah it's the first tour where we've kind of got really decent venues Playing, playing good places with good bands so all the way through. Playing in the pits in Belgium. I think we start on the 19th of May in the pits and then we come to England, Hastings, Bristol, Bournemouth, Manchester, Leeds, London, Northampton. Maybe Nottingham, maybe Sheffield. Yeah, I've got one day to find. Hopefully Nottingham. Played there once and it's great. I love Nottingham. And, uh, yeah, first time in Manchester as well. Never played a gig in Manchester, so really happy with that. That's really great. Yeah, they're really cool. Good band called Fruit Tones gonna play with us. Uh, played those couple of times. Really good band from Manchester. So yeah, looking forward to that time. What have you learned from playing with other bands, like connecting with other bands? Yeah, I mean, every time I go to a show, you learn something. I always stand at the front, whether it's a, a good band or a bad band. I always like to be at the front just to just to watch. Yeah, I don't know in particular what I've learned. I'm sure there's hundreds, hundreds of little things all the time, especially with learning to drum and things like that. If watching drummers is incredible. But yeah, just little things, the way people put the pedals together and things like that. <laughs> it's silly little things, but I mean, I've not, yeah, I've not been doing this long, so everything, everything is a, a sponge. I'm trying to be a sponge to everything when I see a gig, because yeah, I really haven't been doing this maybe five years, I think now. It's, it's not long, so got a lot to learn. What brought you to music then? Uh, I always loved it. I always thought I could do it, but I couldn't. I guess I didn't have the confidence to do it, and. Uh, yeah, I guess it's when we um, started Jesus Loves Heron Band, and unfortunately, we, our original bass player Duncan he uh, he couldn't play anymore. So we were racking our brains to think who we could 
who we could find and we met Colleen at a gig a few months before so we asked her to play and then within three months of playing together we'd done our first gig she was booking French shows when I'd never you know I'd never played uh, any shows at all and as soon as we went to France the first time I was like right that's it I'm, I need to do this and after I think six months or a year I quit my job and I was doing it still not making any money but it's just something uh, yeah it's important you know really important that we went over and did that it's really really good learning <laughs> it's amazing how life can take these interesting paths just based on one small experience right yeah exactly that's that's the amazing thing and whereas whereas used to i used to be scared of a lot of things i guess when you you know you say no to things all the time i find if you just say yes to things it's, it's an incredible way you can find yourself yeah i don't really get nervous anymore it's all exciting it's great um. <laughs> you've done some covers or at least one cover song that i know of with 39th and the norton's a love cover for the active listener compilation yeah. tribute yeah are there other cover songs that you've done or that you'd like to do yeah we've got a we've got a song coming out soon that's not um i don't know when it's coming out but there's um oh god my brain is gone today what is the guy's name he's a guy who used to write for um 13th floor elevators um, we wrote a couple of songs on the first album, a couple of songs on the second album. Um, John Saint, uh, this guy's name. Well, we've covered a song called I'll Be, uh, I'll Be Moving On of his. My God, I can't believe I've got his name because he's, he's a legend. Jesus. But, um, yeah, it's like a country song. We've kind of done a bit of a more rockier version. And hopefully that'll be coming out on a compilation for, for the guy because he's, he's not going through a great time, uh, health wise. Um, we're trying to make some money for him, so. I'll be coming out soon, hopefully. Um, with with Dead Melodies, I do um, a Gene Clark song, Raining Sound song. Do um, What Could I Do from Home for Orphans. It's one of my favourite songs of his. But new Bob Dylan, Girl from the North Country as well, a few times. Dark End of the Street as well. Uh, I love that song. So yeah, things like that. But originally, I, I, uh, I hated doing covers. I never wanted to do covers because I always thought I wanted people to concentrate on, on the band songs. But now I, uh, it's, it's kind of nice to... It's less pressure when you play a cover. It's like, oh, everyone knows it. Oh, I've been doing a Kelly Stoltz song as well recently. Uh, Are You My Love? That's a great song. But yeah, that's easy enough for me to do because it's all, it's all solo stuff usually. So, yeah, those ones we're going to do. Oh,
you mentioned that you're kind of most of the time separated from your music collection, but if you had some kind of desert island pick, or if you could only take five with you, what what would they be? Oh, God, five. Um, well, the first one that comes to mind is Flying Burrito Brothers, also Gilded Sin. Definitely Gene Clark's first solo record, Echoes, or the Godson Brothers. Get to take a raining sand album, definitely. Um, I love Home for Orphans. I'd probably, probably take that one. It's just like a B-Sides collection, but they're all <laughs> incredible songs. It would be A-Sides for anyone else. Don't know, maybe some stuff for dancing, I guess. Maybe Baby Huey's album. Don't know. Don't know what the fifth one would be. It's a pretty good list. Yeah, fifth one. Oh, I don't know. Well, when I grew up, I, my favourite band was the Charlatans. Not not the 60s Charlatans, the uh, the English Charlatans. And they introduced me to so much music. Like Sly and the Family Stone and Grand Parsons, I would never have got into if it wasn't for that band. So maybe I'd take uh, up to our hips. Over here in uh, North America, they're known as the Charlatans UK. Yeah, I know. I've got loads of their bootlegs from America and things like that. So I've got, I got every single promo and all kinds of things. I got all the Charlatans UK stuff from America as well. Well, then you you definitely have to bring something of theirs to your desert island. Yeah, a lot of people they laugh they laugh at when I when I say I really like the Charlatans. So I'm always always wonder whether I should mention it, but they are I've loved all my life. Well, Nick, I, I really want to thank you for taking time to talk to us today. Before we go, how can listeners connect with you and your bands and find your music? Uh, just the usual way, I guess. All our music's for free, for free on Bandcamp. So any 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 band type, type in and you can download any of our music for free. And that's important. Well, the download side anyway, because uh, I, I wouldn't pay for a download. So I just I, I don't like paying for, for thin air. <laughs> but you can buy a records as well from all the, from the label from us as well if we've got we've got a few left and we're on facebook and things like that so yeah you can check us out on there but like say uh, download anything for free they're, they're to be taken <laughs> i'll put up links to the groups and to your albums so that people can find them a little bit easier okay thanks well great thanks again very much for coming on it's been a pleasure thanks for asking me all right take care thank you it's really nice cheers bye-bye It was fantastic to speak with Nick over the weekend. After our chat, I'm more excited than ever to hear both bands' new releases this year. Thanks again, Nick. During the interview, we heard a couple of songs from some of the artists that Nick loves, including Gene Clark and the Goslin Brothers with So You Say You Lost Your Baby, one of Greg Cartwright's bands, Compulsive Gamblers, with Two Thieves from their album Crystal Gazing, Luck Amazing, and The Sadies from their album New Seasons with The Trial. We also heard an instrumental track showcasing Osnoctambulos's amazing surf sound from their album Corsica Garden. We heard Polly, and a cover tune from 39th in the Nortons, Love's Live and Let Live, from the active listener's tribute to the band's Forever Changes, called Forever Changing. During the discussion, Nick also mentioned that Osnoctambulos will be contributing a song to an upcoming fundraising album for the amazing and legendary songwriter Powell St. John. Keep your eyes open for that album as the funds raised will go to help a great cause and it promises to be a stellar compilation. To continue, let's hear a couple more tracks from 39th and the Nortons. From their debut album, On Trial, here is Don't Look Back and Carefree.
somehow this episode of Red Moon Radio has nearly come to an end. I sincerely hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did this week. To end the show, here are a couple more songs from Osnoctambulos' amazing debut album, Corsica Garden. We'll hear On the Run and Walk On. Thanks again so much to Nick Wielden for an amazing interview, and thanks to you for tuning in. Until next week... (laughs) 